What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You're listening to What I Know. I'm Christine Ligorio Chapkin. Today we have a fresh bonus episode called Making Creative Space. For our bonus episode this week, I spoke with Brian Chesky, the co founder and CEO of Airbnb. Brian has been running his company for 15 years, but he wasn't educated as an executive and he didn't go to business school. Instead, he always thought he'd be a designer, and he graduated from the Rhode Island School of Design, or RISD. Today, even while he runs his 6,000-person global company, he keeps up with his artistic practice, sketching and drawing. And he even writes prolifically, even if, as he says, it's not exactly prose. Here's Brian on how he makes creative space. I guess the first two hobbies I, I'd had growing up were like art and sports. Every kid started to play sports. I still exercise, um, but you know, art was primarily my main thing I did growing up, which is really drawing. I still draw today, and I think of myself as a designer more than a business person, and I think of myself as designing the company. Now, on paper, I'm a business person, I just, but I don't think of myself that way because that's not how I approach the problem. And so I think that like constantly exercising your creativity is really important. And I think, what does that even mean? What is creativity? What does this mean? I think it means a couple things. The first thing I think it means is to be curious. I think curiosity is really important. You know, I think it was Pablo Picasso who said, all children are born artists. The problem is remain an artist as one grows up. He also said, the older you get, the stronger the wind gets, and it's always in your face. You know, I, I, I have a fascination with childhood, the best parts of childhood. Because, you know, you look at, like, great artists, and they're almost trying to get back to childhood, like like Picasso, Basquiat, you know, they're, they're really tapping into that unbridled curiosity. All children are curious. And I think the challenge as an adult is to remain curious. And I think in tech, in entrepreneurship and design, you have to be curious because you always have to keep your mind open to the next big idea, to the next big innovation. And though experience can be good, sometimes experience can be bad. In other words, how many old executives in the 90s missed the internet because they thought they knew better, right? And we can that's just like a simple example, but we can go down the list of like people that like are old and they miss new ideas. You can get older without kind of being old at heart. You can be young at heart if you're curious. I think the second thing is creativity, being creative is combining divergent things together, right? I think one simple way to think about creativity is you just connect two divergent things together, right? This and that, bring them together. Well, you can't connect two divergent things together if you don't have divergent interest. And so you have to constantly step back, be curious, and not be judgmental, and just be learning about lots of things so that when you need it, you can say, well, we can apply this to this thing over here and combine. And that's really how you do it. And I think that's what I try to do. And I think that like drawing, I think learning, I think all these things are like just, they're kind of like exercising, right? It's like going to the gym and exercising because one day you're going to have to like run up a flight of stairs. 
um, really quickly. And so I think it's the same thing with creativity. Yeah. And how do you make time to flex those muscles? Um, and I mean the creative ones, not the ones at the gym. <laughs> it's a really good question. I don't always make time, but I think it's like, what are your daily or weekly habits, right? I try to make sure I do like three or four things every week, if not every day. The first thing I try to do is exercise. And I think this is actually really important for entrepreneurs and anyone in business is I think it's very easy to say you're too busy to work out and then you don't exercise and then your energy level goes down and then you're actually less effective. So I think weirdly, like making time to exercise, you gain time. The 30 minutes you exercise, you become more than 30 minutes effective by just having a higher baseline energy level. Like I have a lot of energy partly because exercise. That's the first thing, exercise. The second is I draw or do something creative. And that could either be drawing or like learning about something or like trying to flex my muscles, like creative muscles. That's the second thing. The third thing is I try to read every day, learn something new every day. Could be anything. Lately, I've been learning about like all sorts of obscure things. Like I'm learning about like bonsai trees because I had a couple and I thought they were fascinating. And like, that's just like a weird thing. And that seems impractical. Like, why would you need that in life? And the point is to learn about things that seem kind of pointless because you can't predict how these things that seem ridiculously irrelevant might be relevant to your life. And the fourth thing I try to do is stay connected to friends. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you could find yourself working 60, 80, 100 hours a week and you can get really isolated. And you can get disconnected from your friends, your family, your loved ones. And that's happened to me. And so I try to make sure to like stay connected. And so I think the answer is just to make sure you build a muscle to try to do all those things every single week. No matter how busy you get, you never get too busy to do something every week. And just I think the lesson is just do something. Like, it doesn't matter how much you do, just do something. Whatever you need to be yourself, make sure you do something. If it's five minutes a day, you do it. Yeah. And so for you, is drawing a formal practice or an informal casual one? Informal casual one. I mean, it went from, it started informal got very formal when I went to school for it, got even more formal when I did it for a job. Then I started a tech company. It became really informal again. I mean, I do draw like sometimes wireframes for UI, but that's like very rare. I, I don't usually do that. And it's mostly left to the teams to do. So at this point, it's more just fun stuff for fun. Yeah. So you don't like formally sit down and say, I'm going to do two hours right now making art. Well, I actually kind of do. If that's what you mean by formal, then yeah, but I do. But if you don't think of it as formal, then you're, yeah, you're answering the right question. But yeah, I was, I, I think about carving out time as sort of, you know, putting a stamp on a thing. Oh, no, I definitely carve out time. I'm kind of like crazy structured in some ways. And that's the only way I know how to fit everything together. I'll give you another example of a thing I do. I write a lot of notes down and I kind of have the equivalent of like a journal of ideas. And every day I write down ideas. And some days I might have like 50, like they're just bullet points. They're like one-liners, right? Like if you're writing out bullet points, it's not written in prose sentences. And some days I don't write anything. And most days I do. And most days I may have 30 to 50 bullet points of ideas. If you take like 50 bullet points of ideas, that's like 50 to 100 sentences, and you kind of multiply by 365, that's hundreds of thousands of words a year. I mean, I'm probably writing the equivalent of Catcher in the Rye like, three, four times a year. Now, no good. No one would ever read it but me. It's not high quality. It's just a lot of things. But there's an old saying, the best way to have a good idea is to have a lot of ideas. So I write these ideas, and then I go back every month, and I consolidate the very best ideas, and I structure them. Um, that's the other thing I do. And I be, I'm constantly writing ideas down. Like every minute of every day, I'm writing ideas. Then I'm constantly dis digesting ideas, distilling the ideas. And again, I'm writing a few hundred thousand words a year. 
probably is if I were to estimate maybe 150 to 250,000 words, what I'm going to guess. So just that that's the level of prolific nature that I do. And if somebody's listening, they probably would say, well, that sounds like a lot of everything. Like you're doing all that. And the answer is yes. I mean, I'm pretty intense. I don't recommend this lifestyle to the average person, you know, cause it's just, I think it's a lot, but I also think you don't ever have to do all this. This is an extreme probably there are others that are even crazier, I'm sure. But you can also work your way up to this. And for me, the structure is what matters. And I still get a good amount of sleep. I'm pretty healthy. So it's not impossible. Thank you so much, Brian, for your, your thoughts and your time today. Thank you, Christine. That was Brian Chesky, co-founder and CEO of Airbnb. If you missed my full interview with Brian, go back to your podcast feed and listen to it. It's a really great case study of radical simplification of a big, complicated company in the face of crisis. Our producer is Joshua Christensen. Our associate producer is Blake Odom, and our editor is Nicholas Torres. I'm Christine Legorio-Chafkin. Thank you for listening to What I Know. 